Good evening, my little darklings. It's time now for the best in paranormal podcasting. This is the Paranormal 60 News. Supernatural secrets revealed. Next, right here on the Paranormal 60. Hello, my little darklings. Thank you for tuning in live and for all of you watching our show after the fact. I'm just glad you're here. No matter where you are in the world or why you're here right now, we're just thankful that you are. Welcome to the Paranormal 60 News Edition. We've got a lot of great stories to cover this evening. Let me introduce to you the Paranormal 60 News crew. Ladies and gentlemen, the paranormal detective himself, Greg Lawson. Good evening, Mr. Lawson. Hello, Dave Schrader. I'm glad to be here. Good to have you, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, he served in the military and retired. I think it's because they wanted him out, but we'll take him anyway. Ladies what? and gentlemen, the Colonel, Marty Vias. Hi, Marty. How, how are you, Dave? Happy Friday. Thank you, guys. Good to see you. Thank you very much for joining me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, help me say it. We have to conjure him like Bloody Mary. Chachi. 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 Eric Folsom. Yes, yeah. Hey, Welcome gentlemen. What's going on, guys? Chachi. Well, I'll tell you what's going on. Tell us. I got to look at tonight's stories. Yeah. Hmm. And mm. let me just say. I have the first story of the night. Oh. I can tell you this. Wow. Push him. Oh. Whoa, ow, story. Ow. looking at the second, third, and Jesus. fourth stories, folks. I hope you've got a big tumbler with lots oh, to drink. Because uh, let me see, just let me give people a little taste of what's coming up. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about an ex CIA agent who's come forward on his deathbed to reveal some secrets, as tonight's program promised. Hello, then we're going to take uh, Marty, he's going to take us to uh, Sao Paulo, Brazil. So, so you know there's going to be some words. But that's not all. Uh, Greg, the paranormal hey, detective, hey. is next, next on the docket. He's, he's nuts. nuts. What? Yeah. what? <laughs> and he, he's, he's, he's taking us to Asia. So. Oh, that's oh, Greg's sweet spot oh, yes. right there. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Oh, and as if that isn't enough, no, in the capable hands of Chachi, 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 we're going to the necropolis in Egypt to yes, talk about sir. mummies with mummies. golden tongues. What? I yes. heard this story about 120 times, and yeah, every time I've messed it up. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I will have you know, that was after I went and cherry-picked some words out for you. Wait, he gets his stuff I, like, on each one practice? of yours. Each one of your stories. I send you your stories a day Please. in advance. If you're not what are you ready. talking Greg, about? It's, uh, it's gentlemen, Chachi, okay? Just right. deal with it. Let's let's begin this my evening's own festivities. That's right. My own stories. <laughs> yeah, you pour right. your own stories. All right. Yeah, I do. Is that what we're calling it now? Mm-hmm. I am drinking mm. a little bit of my favorite uh, concoction, screwball. Screwball. Still was, number one with the kids. You know what? It is. I'm very dejected. I asked Marty to look into something. I bet he hasn't. So I'm going to have to ask you, Chachi. All right. 
So Yingling, are you familiar with the brand Yingling? Yes. You're from uh, Pennsylvania, sure. Just got it down Yingling. here in Texas this yep. year, I think. We did. Perfect. Yingling has a Hershey's chocolate porter. Uh, Correct. So what you're supposed mm-hmm. to do is pour a tumbler full like this. Yep. This this is a Guinness. I started early. Wow. <laughs> I'm still trying yeah, to beat back so. my cough, so the whiskey's really medicinal. Um, <laughs> then you take a shot of screwball peanut butter whiskey and drop it in to the chocolate porter and drink it, and they call it a peanut butter cup. Everybody that I've talked to that's tried it loves it. I went around announced, my yeah. state. Yingling doesn't come here. Wow. Yingling really? says to the I say a hearty name, Minnesota. Wow. And they shut me down. Wow. Well, interestingly enough, Dave, to your point, yes. I just yes. learned about that this past weekend, and I had one this past weekend. How was it? It was like a peanut butter cup. Wow. It is absolutely delightfully delicious as a dessert. How you like that? Well, do me wow. a favor. When wow. I can you go buy some, put it away for me for my next visit because I don't know if this is just like a holiday thing, this chocolate porter. But can you put some away for? I, I'm dying to try it. I'll do it. You have All my right. word. Why don't hey, we just fly to Minnesota with it and like drink it next week? I okay. All so, right. Yeah, since uh, the airline, my you know the 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 cost of airline tickets are going so down so much. Oh, yeah. Oh my God, they're through the roof. It's insane. Um, hey, guys, a couple of things. I've got to tell you, I received some beautiful emails this week, uh, some very loving emails about our little paranormal news crew. I also was thanked from a member from the LGTBQ ABC. I can't remember all no, the different that's, letters. That's good. No, you did good on that one. And they said that they really appreciate the fact that I refer to all listeners as my darklings. That there are not darklings in darklets. There are no other iterations. Ah, Everyone ah, is a darkling. They like that I've even the playing field. I, I like, like that. So, me too. Yeah, you were a forerunner in that, Dave. And you I know have me. people emailing me saying, uh, "You know, Rod, your your little darkling Roger, your darkling Pam." I get darkling emails all the time. So I'm, I'll tell you what, I'm working on a T-shirt. We're going to have an official darkling T-shirt by 2023. Wow. Yay. Do you notice yeah. all of us were just flabbergasted? Did you notice yeah. that? Flabbergasted. Yeah. Speechless. Yeah. Something happened. Now, you know, we mm-hmm. all do this for the approval of our listeners. So mm-hmm. did you happen to bring any along so that we could hear what they actually said? No, wow. I guess yeah. not. He didn't. I, I guess uh, that would be a I negative. Was... Actually, what do you get? I send you, you know this, I take screenshots <laughs> of a lot of the messages and I send them to you guys. <laughs> yeah. Except yeah. for Except for the ones that talk about how great Greg the is. Magic, the magic. The magic. Those somehow it. get yeah. lost in the <laughs> Exactly. The internet. Yeah. I think it's because of his clearance in the military. That's what it is. Speaking of clearance in the military, guys, this is an amazing story. And I can't wait to get everybody's take on this very first story that I've got coming up. An ex-CIA yeah. agent made a chilling Area 51 UFO and alien con- uh, confession on his deathbed. Now, this is kind of actually old news. But it's remade it to the internet. And as a matter of fact, if you're a follower of this channel, I posted this on Wednesday. You can actually go see the interview and hear from this gentleman. A man claiming to be a former CIA agent made some shocking claims about Area 51 while on his deathbed. The anonymous man claimed to catch sight of an extraterrestrial spacecraft while working in Area 51 and even described the features of a living alien. 
in a film that was made by a worn award-winning director, Jeremy Corbell called the anonymous interview. The man discusses a controversial claim made by the agent. He claimed that the reason he was able to see bizarre things was because his position as a member of the military and intelligence services meant he was given that access. The 77 year old man spoke with UFO researcher, Richard Dolan, but decided to go by the anonymous because he was concerned about what would happen if he revealed his true identity. The agent is understood to have allegedly used a fake name throughout his career in the CIA, so his real name could never be confirmed. He worked for the CIA between 1957 and 1960. Now, according to Howes and Wise, and spent time in a military base in southeast of the USA where they analyzed physical evidence of anomalous nature. Journalist Linda Moulton Howe sat down with the man in 1998 and interviewed him for 11 hours of audio, in which he went by the name Agent Cooper, K-E-W-P-E-R, Agent Cooper. However, after his interview, he was allegedly warned by the CIA not to take part in any more conversations about this time in his military career. Then, in 2013, his health was on the decline, and he feared he may die, so he came out of hiding for one more conversation, this time with Richard Dolan. He claimed that he was taken into Area 51 to look at items allegedly found and retrieved by the U.S. government. Now, he said that among them was a flying saucer that had crashed and landed in July of 1947 in a little town you guys may not have heard of, Roswell, New Mexico. That's news to me. He also claimed there were live aliens captured from the craft and that he was taken to the S-4 facility, Area 51, where he also saw a live extraterrestrial. He said it took 13 or 15 miles south of S4 and like different garage door openings, okay, and in these garage door openings, they had like different saucer type craft. The very first one had the Roswell craft in it and it was kind of crashed up, but apparently every alien that was in it had died except for a couple. The Roswell craft was really strange because it looked like really heavy aluminum foil. We could walk next to it and the whole thing probably weighed 150 to 300 pounds. Cooper said that at S4, we viewed the autopsy film. And then the colonel said, what we've got in here is we're interviewing a gray alien. I thought we had no idea we were going to see the real thing. And then we all saw the film. Dolan then asked, what did this gray alien look like? Could you describe him a bit? To which he responded, it didn't look human as far as the skin tone and basically the shape of it. And the size, how its head size compared with a normal human. For example, the brain was a lot bigger and the nose very, very small. The ears, they were just holes and the mouth, a small slit. So this interview resurfaced. I've got it on the uh, Paranormal 60 page so you can go in and check it out. I don't know if people know this yet, but okay. So I made a mistake on Monday. I called it our 90th episode. That was actually our 92nd episode. Gentlemen, this is our 93rd episode of the show. 93rd wow. right now, tonight, 93. Tonight. Congratulations. Yeah. And um, aside from all of the shows of the Paranormal 60, there's a lot of other content. I've got classic horror movies. I've got interviews. I've got clips. I've got some cool stuff that I was able to uncover and share with you, stuff that has been lost to time and tide. We've got it on our page. 
Oh yeah. So go check it out. That's what's going on. This is a, uh, this is exciting. I promised secrets revealed tonight, guys. We got oh, yeah. a lot of them to share. Time and tide. Yeah. Time and tide. That sounds very poetic. Doesn't it's it? It's good, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that like purple, purple tide? tide? Time and tide. Purple tide. No, like purple tide. Purple tide. Leave me another drink here. Hold on. Jesus. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. Ah, choose the throat. I better. cannot beat this this cough. I don't know if I need practitioners out there, mm-hmm. energy healers. Oh, I'm sure there I've are. Swallowed, I've swallowed crystals, like down my throat, pulled it back up on a string, swallowed it, just grabbed wow. 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 away the throat yeah. junk. Yeah, nothing's yeah. working. Hmm. I'm leaving that one alone. It's too bad. Yeah. 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 So I, it's driving me nuts, but the whiskey does seem to help. The whiskey seems to help. It and always helps. Give me a hard everything. time. After 92 yeah. episodes, you should know by now. Yes. I know what I'm talking yeah. about. I've never yeah. once heard you cough. I've heard you never gag. I've heard, yeah, you I've heard you gag. Slur word. I, I don't want to like you know, share any cough. hands here, okay? But no, if right. you would like to raise your hand, if you've had COVID, please raise your hand. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I look like Marty still had COVID. Your internal organs see COVID come in and they're like, we don't, we can't take that. Go, Listen, go they're away. They're scared. Yeah. yeah. China yeah. should have come to me a long time ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that was the car. I think uh, if China really was behind it, they didn't want to know that there's somebody that could beat it. Oh, I could just be down there in Texas. Judge yeah. In Where Texas. are we going next, uh, Dave? Oh, I'm glad wow. that you asked. I'm going to Germany this summer and i'd like for you guys to join me as we explore the most enigmatic landscapes only found in eastern europe yeah enigmatic how do you like that dark supernatural trails of germany and prague and i know who's going to be there with me the colonel he's already signed up he's put down his money because he can make payments all of you can make payments you don't even have to pay it all up front right now go make a payment and you can lock up how do you do it and this is awesome we have already sold 24 of the 30 spots available. I have six spots left open for the Germany trip. It's really only been available a little over a week. So if you want to go to Germany with me this summer, check out darknessevents.com. That's darknessevents.com. The next person up this evening is the Colonel. All right, everybody, get your drinks ready because I have a feeling this this night's going to wreck us. Where's the ball? No no confidence in my... <laughs> ability here. Listen, if no. you have no confidence, I have even less. So I know, gave you it. Brazil. Isn't that close to like it's your home? Portuguese, man. man. It's Portuguese. I, yeah. It's all I didn't same. say yeah, I, I didn't say I don't have confidence. I said you all don't have confidence. No. Oh, oh. Well, that's true. I have yeah. perfect confidence that I'm gonna come out sparkling. I gotta, on this one. I'm gonna read along with because I gotta see just how this goes. Yeah. Uh, Dave. Colonel, there we go. You yep. have the floor. Dave, I'm, I'm all right. Do a silent Wait. count oh. in my head. Okay, beginning. The, no, no. What? What's the how many seconds in before the first mistake? Oh, get out! Oh, here. come on, Jeez. man! Come on, dude! You know, I'm asking. Well, uh, tw- oh, hey. it's gonna be right up front. Oh, Mar- this is good, Marty. Okay, I got you, man. Thanks, Greg. All right, thanks. Let us begin. Okay. Well, <clears throat> a couple discover an eerie alien hand on beach. A huge skeletal hand with long bony fingers has been found by a shocked couple walking along a beach. Leticia Gomez Santiago and her boyfriend, Devanner Souza, were strolling along the shoreline when they stumbled upon the strange find on the sand in Yacombreda, Sao Paulo, State, Brazil, on Sunday. Uh, yeah. 
the oh, couple beat filmed, the 12 seconds. All there right, you go. Keep going. The couple filmed the mo moment they found the remains <laughs> using a pair of thongs. Mm -hmm, uh, not tongs. Mm -hmm. nope. Thongs. Yeah. To pick it up. Wait, they used a pair of thongs? They did. Who wears that two thongs? That is how the article is. Those were chunklas, man. That's not exactly. a thong. That's a chunkler. Why you to wear two? I, I will say it is how it's written in the article. There were That's two right. thongs. Because well, nobody I, wants to touch a big bony skeletal hand without uh, taking uh, off your underwear and no. doing it first. That's cleansly. When in Sao Paulo, Brazil, it's cleansly. San Paulo. Yeah. All right. Monsters, cleansly? Okay. <clears throat> the yes. video shows five long fingers attached to a thicker bone with cartilage apparent between the joints. We mm -hmm. think it's not human because of the size and the amount of bones. What could it possibly be? Mr. Santiago said, it's very big, she added, with the size of the hand overshadowing her flip-flops. We don't know what animal it is, and if it's an alien, even worse. One local joked that it looks like E.T.'s hand, while another theorized that it belonged to a mermaid. Another guessed it was a dinosaur bone. Take it to a biologist because this isn't normal, one person added. Marine biologist Eric Common said the skeletal hand belonged to a cetacean, an aquatic mammal that includes whales, dolphins, and porpoises, although further tests would be needed to determine exactly which one. Due to its size, Common said the bones probably belong to a dolphin, especially as they are commonly found in the region. The biologist added that anyone who finds animal remains on the beach should notify their local environmental agency. IPEC spokesperson Enrique Chupel, also, who also said that the skeleton probably belongs to a cetacean, stated, mm -hmm. We always prioritize leaving the bones on the beach so it does not interfere with the cycling of nutrients within the ecosystem. Eventually, when there is some scientific interest, we collect them to be used in studies. If they are recently deceased animals, we collect them to perform necropsies and identify the cause of death. Thank you, gentlemen. Wow. That was killer. Wow. That was, that was not great, what movie. I expected. That was great. Yeah. Certations, wow. though. I learned a, yeah. a, a word. Yeah. Certations. Look at this. So this is interesting, isn't it? Those are what's inside the dolphin's side fins. They yeah. actually... This is, I, I don't know if you guys know this, they believe, well, they know that the dolphins were actually land mammals at some point. Oh. And in mm. order to survive, probably against dinosaurs, they entered the water. Now, what's interesting wow. to me about this is, I've also heard the theory that they are the m most closely related to the gray alien race. And when you think oh, about it, I the know. big dark eyes, the slit for a mouth, little pinholes for a nose, mm -hmm. and that 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 rubbery gray-like skin, and what the if beak. they were left here and then just kind of morphed uh, into a... Had to adapt, yeah. Oh, it's a look at that. That's, uh, yeah. I do like that. Mm -hmm, look mm -hmm. at that. Pretty yeah, interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. All right. Congratulations, Marty. Great job. Thank you. Thank Very you. Good. <clears throat> All right. Uh, the Paranormal Detective. It's your oh, time to shine. Am I? Am I already? All right. You are. So let's Let go. Start to, the clock. Hold on. Go ahead. Let's go to India, Dave. Let's go to India. Yes. Deadly okay. snake bites man's tongue after astrologer's nightmare advice. Yeah. Astrologers? Astrologers. Astrologers. Yeah. Sure, 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 sure. Everybody have a sip. That yeah, one's why not? Come on. I, I, astrologers. That's mm -hmm. the way. That's, <laughs> that's the way it was written. That's the way it was written. 
I am not hey. slurring my words. I'm speaking in cursive. <laughs> Jesus. So, uh, uh, Greg, I'm here for you, buddy. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Marty. Sure. A deadly snake bit a man's tongue after astrologer told him that performing a ritual that the serpent would stop his nightmares. Yes. A 54-year-old man from India State, Tamli, Tamil, Tamil Nadu, uh, sought the advice of an astrologer wow. after he, I, you know, uh, just keep going. All right, after he had a dream involving a snake, a local astrologer, someone who practices traditional Hindu astrology, told him to perform a snake worship ritual at a temple to stop the dreams. The temple priest told the man that the snake in his dream had been a Russell's viper, one of the most dangerous snakes in Asia, and brought a real-life one to him. The Russell's Viper is also one of the most common snakes to inflict bites on people in India. During the ritual, the man mimicked the snake's tongue by (laughs) flickering movements, which is then the incredibly deadly snake bit him. After the snake bit him, a man uh, bit the man. The priest attempted to Um, question what Greg yeah. For for you know, I mean, we've got a lot of viewers around the world that are watching this, and they're having yeah. a hard time. Could you um, could you maybe show us what he was doing? What, what kind of motion was he doing with his well, tongue? It, to it's, to- it says it says he was flick flickering movements, like that. Is that how it goes? Yeah, and that was using my. I'm sorry. Could could you show us that one more time? Yeah. Yeah, that's man. Did you see how fast yeah, wow. the thing was? That was fast. I was trying to count it. It was too fast. Yeah, there's yeah. no way. It almost looks like uh, you know the the video's lagging or something. It's going so fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, attempted mm-hmm. to cut his tongue with a knife, only worsened the pain for this poor Oof. man who had really? a muscles thought? viper bit on his tongue. Who would have thought that once your tongue's been bitten by a I don't know a, a very venomous viper? Yeah. That taking a knife to it, cutting exactly. it open might make might get feel yeah. worse. Wait, the knife didn't work. Let's set it on fire. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. cauterize it. That's the way to no, do it. Exactly. Keep uh, yeah. So anyway, the venom from the Russell's Viper usually causes cardiovascular complications, hmm. hemostatic abnormalities, abnormalities. <laughs> abnormalities. Oh, 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 yeah. Abnormalities. Yep, those are abnormalities, all right. <laughs> Here's the funny thing. He's reading a story from India. The word he can't get is English. <laughs> Renal right. failure and other effects. Uh-huh. Those who are bitten need treatment immediately. The man was rushed to a nearby medical center. The mm. chief doctor on the case said that they found damage to the man's artery within his tongue. I said that, right? Damage to the man's artery, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, This caused severe bleeding, which blocked the man's airway, causing him to collapse, Mm. the news outlet reported. Ouch. Uh, Surgery was performed, and the man was discharged seven days later. He almost lost his life, and people should exercise caution against undertaking such risky practice of worship. Sinthinku Maran told the Hindu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
in India. You thought I was going to mess that one up. That was a good mm-hmm. one. I know you are. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I'm still not sure you didn't. And, and, and it, <laughs> let me let me get Saeed through Thuran on the phone here. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Did he get that right? He did. Uh, oh, he did. So in India, about mm-hmm. five million snake bites occur each year, and these mm-hmm. are responsible for between eighty-one thousand and one hundred and thirty-eight thousand deaths, according to the World Horse. Organization, damn it! The World Horror Society. Wow. Yeah, the old World Horse Society. Society. We like to call it the Who. World Horse the Society. Now, gentlemen, have any of you been to India? No, sir. Show of hands, you've been to India. All right. Yeah. No, so I haven't. Been. The three of us have not, and we all get COVID. You have, and you have not. Wow. Interesting. I think there's something there. Correlation. Yeah, I'm a yeah, bit of a standout. Mm-hmm. This is one of the things that they do to prove. It, and this is no joke in India. This and do you know how many of those bites it made? It sound like oh, there's all these bites that take place because a lot of these goofballs do this. If you're listening to the podcast, there are photographs of these two men proving their worth to their Hindu god by putting the viper's head into their mouth. I'm telling you, people are so jacked up, man. Oh, people are just dumb as bricks. That's it. Wow. Wow. Okay. So snakes are still often used in religious rituals and for Mm -hmm. traditional practices. The doctor stated that the policies were urgent and needed to stop rituals as they could be incredibly dangerous. The doctor also said education, especially in rural areas. Wow. (laughs) The word areas. Places in the country. In places far out of the city uh, was needed to make uh, people aware of the dangers of such rituals. Snakes are particularly a problem in rural areas uh, as people don't have fast access to antivenom. Those living in those areas uh, often rely on herbal remedies to treat snake bites, which may cause thousands of additional deaths a year. Mm. Hey, but Mm -hmm. Romulus, Romulus Whitaker. An India-based herpetologist at Madras Crocodile <laughs> Bank. And what is a herpy herpetologist? A herpetologist? Herpetologist? A herpetologist? What does he have to do with any of this? Herpetologist uh, is a uh, snake guy. Uh, oh, I was thinking a herpetologist. All right, so okay, so snake guy <laughs> uh, works to educate villagers on snake bites. Previously yeah, told Newsweek. People mm-hmm. should not waste time on going to local healers using herbal or other purported useless remedies. These suggestions are made uh, to make, but the reality, what, what these, uh, these suggestions are. These damn words hard. is hard. Words is hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just wow. keep going. Hey, Chachi, I haven't seen you take a hit off that uh, glass. In oh, all he's saving it. Talk. It's, yeah, that was, going on? I, I, that was five, man. Yeah. Oh, All are right. you preparing so anyway, for yourself? You needed to have enough booze in there for your your story. <laughs> Listen, I have stopped uh, giving a hard time to Greg because I'm looking ahead at my story, going, "Oh my goodness!" All right, I'm almost there. I'm like right at the end. I'm the last okay. sentence right there. Okay. Places okay. Uh, to transport the hospitals could take hours, and uh, people strongly believe in local healers in their village. Whitaker said, "Stated." Thank you. Huh. Awesome, man. Hmm. So you go to an astrologer. Guys, I mean, I'm not above it. I've had my astrology charts done. 
Uh, you go to a palm reader. I've had my palm read. You go to a phrenologist. I've had my the lumps on my head read. None of them ever once told me, you should go confront a snake and oh, mm, yeah. lick your tongue in. Mm. Not one, not one ever said that. So I think this story earns dumbest news of the day. Yeah. It wow. stopped halfway through. It didn't even, it just said dumbest news and then it stopped. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. On your end, it did. But have another drink, Greg. Have another drink. All right, Chachi, Chachi, Chachi. You know what? If if only if only they had coated their tongues in gold, maybe they'd still be alive from those snake bites. What do you think? Exactly. I was thinking maybe Mm -hmm. what I'll do is I'll read this off the air. How's that sound? (laughs) What's that? No, no. I'd like like to hear if any listeners want me to read the story directly to them. Just you know, feel free to hit me up, and I'll just read yeah. it to them one on one. Chachi mm. at lostcause.com. <laughs> oh, so, Chachi, it so, saved my life. Come on, make me proud, you. man. You can okay. do this. You, you got it. it. You make me all you, you can want do to, it. Stretch. Come on, stretch have, it out a little bit, Eric. Come on, roll the shoulders, roll the head and neck. All right, ready? And if only go. I had a BA in English, you know. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Listen, I read the story over. It's a 30-second story at best. If I get out of this in less than two minutes, I'll drink the You're rest doing of my good. drink. Yeah. Hey, are, you right, at, are, are y'all really actually practicing these stories before the thing? Ah, yeah. That's Somewhat what I've asked you since yeah. Yeah. day one. Day one, but that's what we could We could tell by the way you read, you don't, Greg. I thought, I, thought it, I thought we were supposed to just go cold and just do the thing. 92 no. story. No, 92 no one has ever said that. It. Nah, right. Nope, 92. We've always, you remember those emails that I say, guys, there's a lot of big words in these stories. Take a good look. Just yeah. Or do, you don't read that either. You wait till the night of the show it's and a, ignore it's that. It's a long email. And I'm just like, oh. It's, it's uh, three sentences. I got things to do. All right. All right. Chachi, I have faith in you. If any of these guys believe in you, it's going to be this one. I'm the one that I brought agree. you on for the Paranormal it 60. That is so true. here we go. Deep breaths. Here we go. The headline reads from Texas. Yes. The headline reads mummies with golden tongues discovered in ancient Egyptian necropolis. Ooh, there's a photo. This is cool. All right. The auspicious discovery. Very nice. Made it through the first three was made at the Kawaisna necropolis. (laughs) Is that not true? Is that how you pronounce it? <laughs> I not? looked it up on Google. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. The Kawaisna Necropolis in the Central uh-huh. Nile Delta, mm-hmm. discovered in 1989, the year of my birth. The site is thought to have been occupied <laughs> during the uh, Ptolemaic and Roman periods. That's right. Close That's enough. Right. Yep. yep. Good, good job. Which stretched from 300 BCE to 640 CE. Does it, wait, real quick. Does anybody know what that means? I, I grew up with BC and AD. I don't know what this BCE and CE and ABED and Greg, do you know what this stands yeah, for? Yeah, it's going to really bring the show down now. All right, let's yeah. just skip it then. Who yeah. needs answers? All right, go ahead, Chachi. I thought 300 BCE was before Christ and Eric. <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes Doesn't sense. It? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. That was the first sentence. Uh-huh. The second <laughs> sentence reads. 
The golden-tongued mummies were unearthed in a newly discovered extension of the archaeological compound, where numerous other bodies were interred across three different time periods in ancient Egypt, where well Dave's done. going. Mm -hmm. Some of the unearthed skeletons have their bones glazed in gold, mm -hmm. while others have simply been buried near gold-shaped scarabs and lotus flowers. The golden tongues are a bit of a puzzle, however, even though they have been found before. At the start of 2021, researchers digging at a 2,000-year-old site in Egypt uncovered a skull with a gleaming tongue-shaped ornament framed in its yawning mouth. Then at the end of 2021, a man, a woman, and a child mummy were again found with golden tongues dating back more than 2,500 years. At the time of the discoveries were made, the Egyptian Ministry of Tourism and Antiquities suspected the gold had been placed there long ago by embalmers to ensure the dead could navigate the afterlife. Today, a person with a silver tongue, i.e. known as a Lawson, is a mm -hmm. most persuasive speaker. But in ancient Egypt, experts think blessed. a golden tongue was <laughs> yes. necessary to get on the good side of the Lord and sure. judge of the underworld. And I'm going to ask a serious question here. Uh huh. Is it Osiris or Osiris? Osiris. It is Osiris. Osiris. Okay. Osiris, yeah. Because it says seer in the middle. Osi. Got it. Like Hades, Osiris also lived among the dead, and he enforced mm -hmm. a strict rule of speechlessness. In fact, the underworld in Egypt was sometimes known as the Silent Land. And Osiris himself was called the Lord of Silence. What a great name for a band. Oh, yeah. I like Lord that, of actually. Silence. Yeah. Osiris apparently loathed noise, much like the Grinch, which mm -hmm. is why during funerary, which I've never heard that term before, funerary mm -hmm. arrangements in ancient Egypt, it is thought that silence was enforced. Only when the mouth of a mummy was opened in preparation for the afterlife was any music or sound played. Perhaps the introduction of a golden tongue allowed mummies to speak to Osiris without making any noise. But hmm. if that's the case, then mm -hmm. why are only some mummies buried with golden tongues? Good question. Mm. We'll come back to that. Good question. Hmm. Gold was a popular material in ancient Egypt to make ornaments mm -hmm. for funerary rites. Hmm. The glimmering element was considered to be the flesh <laughs> of the gods, specifically the skin <laughs> Of the sun god Ra. Ra. Yeah. And was associated with the concept of eternity. Yeah. Ra was the leader of all the ancient Egyptian gods, the creator mm -hmm. of everything, and he was closely united with Osiris. Mm. Ra represented the sunlit portion of the day, while Osiris represented the hours of darkness. Oh, see where I went with that? Mm. I tied mm -hmm. it all back. Wow. Waited 90, 92 episodes to do that. Yeah. <clears throat> well done. Maybe a golden tongue represents a line to the light, even in the cold darkness of the netherworld. Without more evidence, all we can do is speculate. Officials at the Egyptian ministry say the mummies found it. Kawaisna. Remember that word from the beginning? Kawaisna. Mm -hmm. Are in bad condition and their secrets are disintegrating along with them. Their golden tongues are clearly trying to communicate something, but all that we hear now is silence. Hmm. That's that the noise a, of golden tongues. 
the golden that is, tongue. That is the noise of golden tongues. This is you should this this was a tongue episode. Yeah, that was well done, guys. You made. No, it, I got to I, I, listen. I am impressed. You made it through the three hardest news stories. <laughs> Who did? Who you, made it through? What? Each, well, not you. Two of you made it through. Yeah, yeah not you. Yeah. I, I was trying to include you all. You had to point yourself yeah. out. Look at me, everybody. I'm Greg. I messed up the yeah. most. Okay, I'm you different. went. You went. I'm different. No, I didn't. I didn't realize that this was going to be like NPR stuff. I'll start doing mm. the whole NPR thing. Ninety-two oh, episodes in, being prepared. Yeah. He didn't, didn't realize I was supposed to be prepared. Yeah. Please send your applications to Dave at paranormal60.com. If you realized one should be prepared before a show, you may be considered to be uh, Greg's replacement. Marty and Eric would hey, welcome uh, you with open arms. <laughs> Make sure to join me on my Egypt Marty. Obscuro trip, Schraders of the Lost Ark, February oh, yeah. 12th through the 23rd, 12 days, 11 magical nights. We're going to be checking out megalithic structures, metaphysical quests, ethereal Egyptian pharaohs and queens, and they are discovering new things every day. We're going to be boots on the ground in those areas, and I would love for you to join me. How do you do it? Easy enough. Just go to darknessevents.com. Darknessevents.com. And you too could be part of the thrilling chase. You could go with me as we investigate the paranormal on the 100th anniversary of the opening of king tut's tomb mm. everybody in november they're all who it's been a hundred years since king tut's tomb was discovered it was not opened not true until february right. so this is wow. the 100th anniversary and we get a chance to be there and go into howard carter's home the man who discovered king tut's tomb Dave, so if you'd like cake? to be a part of that what will there be cake there will there will be cake. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. Scare okay, Dave. Dave, yeah. you gotta you gotta put your you gotta put your face inside that crack and you gotta say, I see wondrous things. I see wondrous things. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, what that's, that's, that's what what's his name said. Yeah. yeah. All right. Hey, we've got a lot more to cover. This is the Paranormal 60 News Supernatural Secrets Revealed. Stay tuned as we continue to reveal more right after this. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. What's the first thing that you'd do if, say, you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run? Maybe take a nap? Read a book? Or just show up for a friend? A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. And the question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're like me, you think, I can get through a lot. And we can. We're a resilient species. However, there are times that we need to reach out that hand and get a little help from somewhere else. That's what I did with BetterHelp. When I reached that limit and I realized things were getting a little bit out of control, instead of taking it out on my family or taking it out on myself, I just decided to reach out and get the help that I deserve. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy, my darklings. Get BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com P60. 
Do that today. You're going to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash P60. It's time to take control of your life. Dave's here rooting you on. And if I can do this, you can do this. Let's do this together. BetterHelp.com slash P60. There's a link for it on today's program guide. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. What's the first thing that you'd do if, say, you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run? Maybe take a nap? Read a book? Or just show up for a friend? A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. And the question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're like me, you think, I can get through a lot. And we can. We're a resilient species. However, there are times that we need to reach out that hand and get a little help from somewhere else. That's what I did with BetterHelp. When I reached that limit and I realized things were getting a little bit out of control, instead of taking it out on my family or taking it out on myself, I just decided to reach out and get the help that I deserve. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy, my darklings. Get BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash P60. Do that today. You're going to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash P60. It's time to take control of your life. Dave's here rooting you on, and if I can do this, you can do this. Let's do this together. BetterHelp.com slash P60. There's a link for it on today's program guide. The Paranormal 60 is now available on just about every podcast app out there. So if you'd like to continue this journey and listen to the best in paranormal podcasting, no matter where you go, make sure you look for the Paranormal 60. And do me a favor. If they have a way to rate and review it on the app that you listen to, please take just a few moments to rate and review, especially if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, yeah, that's it, or iTunes, either one of those. Please make sure you take just a few moments. So many of you have done it already, but do me a favor. Not only give it five stars, but tell us what you love about the show. That's all I'm asking. Listen to the best in paranormal podcasting every week, Mondays, Fridays, and sometimes bonus episodes. Go do it right now. Go rate and review and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, guys, do you know what everybody needs for this holiday season? The Paranormal 60 Protection and Energy Bracelet. It's available right now. It is our 2022 edition, our inaugural season, and we are bringing you six beautifully cut gemstones, all with energy and protection, healing and Reiki infused to make you the most protected paranormal investigator in the field. If you'd like to get that inaugural piece, make sure you email me right now, Dave at paranormal60.com. That's Dave at paranormal60.com. Once these final pieces are sold, they will be gone until the 10th anniversary. So you'll have to wait until like 2073. I'm not good at math. You'll just have to trust me on that, that it's going to be a while until they're back. So if you want to get this first inaugural edition, they're all 
beautifully cut gemstones created by Moxie Mollus, the professional jeweler, then you should go get it now. They are not plastic. They are not glass beads. These are actual gemstones, $40 for the bracelet and $7.95 shipping and handling here in the United States. We have very few left and I would like you to have one. So make sure that you order it now before the holidays. All right, guys, we are back. It is time to get back into supernatural news, paranormal stories from around the globe. And our paranormal team is a crack team or cracked team of paranormal researchers and reporters. And the leading cracked reporter, Martin <laughs> Baez, the colonel, oh, okay. is with us. Uh, Marty, they want to know why it doesn't say the colonel on your name plate whenever you pop up. Why is it always Marty Baez? Why because the colonel. Uh, because uh, I was born with Marty Vias is is what I thought it was, was called Vias though. It is, you know, it depends. Mm. If I'm in trouble, it's Martin. If I'm not, it's Marty. You know, so on this show, you're never in trouble. You're no, always so surrounded. Therefore, with the love yeah, of your brothers. Uh, I got you're, you. You're, you're, you're the guy with the Keurigs. So is it truly? Is it the fact that uh, KFC is threatened to sue you for trying to claim the title of the Colonel? <laughs> yeah How, yeah you probably read it in the papers yeah that's yeah. i'm going through some legal cases here with the i understand you don't want them you don't want to cross swords with the colonel those seven yeah. herbs and spices uh, or is it 13 i know 11 herbs and spices. how many I are have, there i oh, 11 well see that's the problem i don't want to get into his ah. area so the colonel has his thing i have my thing let's just yeah. did you guys ever do y camp when you were kids i'm sorry listen i've had a lot of whiskey tonight so oh, yeah. I'm, I'm all jibber jabbery but did it did you guys ever go to y campus kids with the y colonel ymca did yes oh yeah did you yeah. Was there did. i went to seminary i went to y camp i went oh, to camp there. lincoln camp edwards and then i went out to kentucky where i got to meet the colonel when wow. he was still alive really what mm -hmm. what yeah. It was part of the what? Y camp curriculum. I was, when it came to nuts, I had the nuts guys. I would sell nuts like nobody's business. If you opened your door, I was going to get you to eat my nuts. That's how it was. And ah. it didn't matter what the cost of those nuts were. At the end of the time that I was there with you, it was guaranteed you were going to taste my salty nuts. And I was going to go to Y camp that summer. What, you know, what are they, what were you selling? I'm confused. We sold like nuts. chocolate. Oh, sorry for you. No, we sold nuts, canned nuts, mixed nuts, pecans, uh, pistachios, as my son used to call them, pistachios. Who likes pistachios, Dad? <laughs> Nobody, because they're pistachios, son. But I used to sell canned nuts in every year, five years running. I outsold every other kid in the neighborhood. Wow. You know, Dave, I, you I made my way to Y Camp every year. Uh, Might you could try say, that you with could the say that uh, Dave was seriously into nuts, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, so and I would share my nuts with everybody that opened their door. Huh. If they opened their door, if it was a a, a housewife, a child, uh, an adult, a dog with a collar and a wallet, I was willing to show my nuts, and I would take their cash right then and there. I'm on pretty the spot. sure Why tomorrow so morning you're comfortable, gonna... Greg. You're, well, tomorrow morning, you're going to kind guys, of listen. Ah, probably it's been a good have. run. We got through 92 <laughs> episodes. <laughs> guys, we are seven episodes. No, seven math. Are we on 93 now, yes. right? It's 97. Nice. Seven, 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 yeah. From 100. It seems like an eternity. We only kicked this thing off back in March. And I'm so excited that you guys joined this with me. 
this is that I love you guys moment on the podcast, but oh, I'm so glad because you know that what? I love that we're able to do this show together mm-hmm. and enjoy it and just have a fun time because I, I look forward to this night. I enjoy my interviews. I enjoy talking to those people, but there's no, no night like Friday nights and wow. our viewers know it. Our listeners know it. And we thank all of you around the world that tune in and check out this show. And if there's all anything right. I've learned tonight, there's no <laughs> nuts. Like Dave's nuts. Wow. Right. Yeah. <laughs> D's nuts. D's I'm the original nuts. D's nuts guy. Yeah. 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 Well, Herp- hey, congratulations on getting to camp by selling nuts. Herp- Thank Herp- you. I yeah. didn't even know that yeah. was possible. Yeah, it was. You I used sold to, newspapers. Yeah, cans and nuts. I sold everything and anything. Do you remember in the back of comic books, you could sell uh, flowers, seeds, and things like mm-hmm. that to earn money? Yeah. I did it all. I sold, I sold sea monkeys. I don't know. Is that like sea monkey trafficking now? Is that bad? I don't know. That's that was a different time. Yeah. 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 A different time. So, yeah. So, yeah. I remember, I was so excited. That. I'd put it up in my window and I forgot that there are little magnifying glasses all in there. <laughs> Just I come home. I'm like, what happened to my sea monkeys? Dad? <laughs> we got sea monkey soup for you here. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Does that make monkey life. shoulder out of? Yeah. Monkey, yeah. exactly. It is. Yeah. So, you, so they just y'all strain. Y'all paid yeah. to go to camp. Y'all paid money to go to camp. Oh, not right. all of us had parents that loved us, Greg, and paid for I us. I went to wow. seminary, to man. I didn't, we soon, didn't have Greg. to pay Too anything. Soon, buddy. When they send mm. you to seminary in freaking uh, Houston, they that's for mm. free. Those guys are like, seminary, come on, send them on over here. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> See, there was a difference. The, you went to seminary. I went to Y Camp. It both came down to nuts. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, let's Marty. get started. Marty, 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 Marty please. Marty, come Marty on, tell us. You've got, you got a new yeah. story. Why don't we, why don't we, why don't we jump mm-hmm. to something else here? Um, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Ghost hunters snap a child's face during a paranormal investigation in a haunted fort. Mm. Okay, make sure that we clarified that he snapped a photo, not slapped a child's face. He just snapped. The child face <laughs> during <laughs> no, it's it's a picture. Let's let's say it's All right, it's, it's a picture. Yes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. ghost hunters <laughs> caught a child's face on camera during a paranormal investigation in a haunted fort. The image emerged after they spent the night in Fort Horst, which is known for apparitions. A team of spirit seekers from Hunters Tours, a paranormal investigation group, took a group of ghost enthusiasts into tunnels underground. They only had torches to light the way, and all agreed they heard something shuffling down a dark alleyway. Colin Waterman managed to catch the image on camera at the haunted fort in Rochester, Kent. He told Kent Live, we did a Ouija board. We were calling out Mm. to see if there were any spirits in the area. And a little child came through on the board. They spell out the letters. We said, are you a little boy? And it went to yes. He said that he died there when he was a little boy. Despite the strange goings on, it wasn't until 41-year-old Mr. Waterman got back to his home. He spotted the face in his photograph. He was flickering through pictures of the spooky night and admitted he almost missed the snapshot. Colin said, I skipped past the photo and went, hang on a minute. And I zoomed in, lightened it up, and it came up as a little face. I've got a few in the past, but nothing as clear as that. You get the little goose pimples to think I was actually standing there and that was looking down at us and we didn't see it. I was straight onto the 
I was straight onto the crew members. They were like, oh my God, I can't believe it. What a great photo. The father of two showed his kids. Without hesitation, they also spotted the face. Andrew mm. Ares, who has run the tour mm. company for 20 years, was delighted at the picture. The 54-year-old said- He's good looking. He is. He's that a goatee, yeah. bald, and glasses. Man, that's a good looking That fella. is a look. Mm -hmm. I want Not everybody can carry mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Not everybody. The 54-year-old said, it's a really good one. We get stuff like this all the time, but that's an exceptional one. We run mm -hmm. voice recorders during the experiment, and people tend to put headphones on and review the recordings, and you'd be mm -hmm. amazed at what comes out. Amazing. Mr. Aries said the company, which has 60 staff running 400 to 500 paranormal investigations per year. That's a lot of investigations there. We mm -hmm. do get people who get freaked mm -hmm. out, but a lot of people are really into it. It's a strange sensation. People say they feel quite comforted by the stories that come out. We tell people we don't want them to be scared. We want them to be positive and open-minded. We, we want them to enjoy it. People enjoy being scared, but that's not what it's all about. We let the guests do the investigating bit. Hunter Tours mostly operates in Kent, including Dover Castle, Deal Castle, Fort Amherst, and Fort Horst, which describes itself as one of the most paranormally active venues in the Southeast. All right, guys. Now, look at the photograph. Right. Do you see a child's face? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty amazing, right? But you go back and you look, all right, so this is the far away shot. For those of you that are not watching on the video, you can go check out the Paranormal 60 YouTube channel. Go check it out and uh, follow along with us there. And then when they close in on it, and he, he, that does look like a kid's face. Now, we've talked about pareidolia. Yeah. That's where the, the brain is always trying to make sense of anarchy. It's trying to make sense of things that we see. And faces are the most recognizable thing that we seek. That's why you see the Virgin Mary in an oil stain or uh, Elvis Presley in a smokestack or, or a little ghost boy's face at the end of the hall. But that, damn it, that looks like a little ghost kid, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. That, it does. Yeah, Crazy. that was great, Marty. How did he get away with Ouija board and apparitions? Just happened. I was drinking either way. So at that point, it just didn't matter. Ouija just it's like doesn't a, matter. It just doesn't matter. Get down yeah. here, Ouija. Have you guys no, noticed Dave hasn't Weezy. coughed for a while? I have not coughed. I have not I even know. had my throat is my throat is electric Wild with life. Open. Yeah, I know. He's ready to sing some Billy Joel. I, I will you know what's funny? I love our viewers. I love our listeners. I shaved my goatee a few weeks ago and I made the joke that I was doing it to see if I looked younger because my arrogance couldn't stand the fact that I'm I'm like sheltering this white goatee yeah and uh and people some people were they're like i'm a huge fan of your show but i gotta tell you, you look like a turtle out of its shell oh goatee Ow. back so i'm putting the goatee i'm throwing the whole thing back in i look like yeah. a turtle out of its shell guys you look thanks young, to bobby man. in boston for that feedback son of a bitch you, you shave you shave that off and you you look young man do i i see i you know i bought this uh cover all, all shiny and new. i was walking washing with coverall soap and it's supposed to in three washes turn your goatee a natural color it was not working. naturally white <laughs> yeah. I, have, it out, I have ghost hair is what i have ghost uh, hair yeah all uh, right uh gregor oh gregor god Lusson. here we go you, right, no we what go. do you mean hey you did you know man yeah last time is 
hit it out of the park. I'm, when I read, I'm like going along, going along, and then nothing happens. Something Greg, what's your to get on tonight, Greg? It looks like a pretty cool one. What do you got up there? I got, got uh, uh, let's see what I got. I got uh, pterodactyl. Oh, wow. pterodactyl. Nice. It's, uh, a pterodactyl. It's, it's a pterodactyl. Mm -hmm. I like it, Craig. Pterodactyl. pterodactyl. Very fashion forward. All right. Yeah. So uh, family. Oh, wait, me, I got I to oh, make cool. one quick notice. I know people are asking questions in the comments. I keep hitting them, but they're not popping up on the screen. So I apologize. We we love, and I'll tell you what, all three of us over here, Greg, not so much because he doesn't even read the stories beforehand. <laughs> He's not reading them, but we read them. We love your comments. Please keep them coming. I just can't get them up on the screen tonight for some reason. Mine's so working. please it's forgive us for not the doing whiskey. that. It's the whiskey. Are you That's saying like I can't the, get it up because of the whiskey? The, no, the commercials. I didn't say that. The oh. commercials were all weird. Hashtag too. blessed. They got whiskey. <laughs> hey, listen, I have said a million times. My favorite part of this show is is reading the comments, and, and a lot of times they're not even paying attention to the show, which I totally get when Greg's talking. <laughs> but they're they're talking between each other. It's hey, you want to meet up? We'll yeah. go to Gettysburg together. I love that. Yeah, yeah it's a good yeah. coffee. Hey, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is Greg still on? Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. Who? Yep. What? All right. Let's go. All right. Gregory Lawson, the delegate Family. from Hannibal, Texas. You have the Fit. Fit. Are we ready? Mm, let's do Family it. Family hiring nanny for 64K a year with 28 days vacation. Job turns heads with special conditions. Yeah. Make this for oh, your first we go. 20K a year. Special a conditions. A family in Scotland is offering to pay more than $60,000 for a full-time housekeeper on the condition he or she doesn't mind living with. Guess what? Ghosts. Ghosts. That's Ghosts, right. Yeah. 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 The family posted an ad uh, for a live-in nanny on mm -hmm. childcare.co.uk. The post mm -hmm, states mm -hmm. that the couple have two children aged five and seven and live in a lovely, spacious, historic property in a remote spot of a spe with spectacular views. Yeah, they do. Yeah. The job description is what you would typically expect, preparing mm -hmm. breakfast, getting the children ready for school, dropping them off, picking them up from school and assisting after school, including helping with homework and getting them ready for bed. Mm. Ah, because both parents are required to travel for work regularly. Mm. The prospective okay. nanny would be alone in the house with the children up to four nights per week. In addition to the $63,000 salary in 28 days vacation, the family is offering qualified individuals a comfortable room uh, with in-suite bathroom and private kitchen. Do you guys but, want to see the picture of this house? Yeah. Yeah, let's look at this. This is this is the actual house you get to live in. I'm there. I'm there. Dun, da, 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 dun, da, oh, yeah. da, That's very monsters looking. Oh yeah, that is the monsters. I like it. House. Hey Greg, Except how about we white. both go? Give them two nannies for one, and we split the sixty-three k. There you go, dude. That'd be, go. How about you just keep the sixty-three k because you can manage money better than I can, Fair and you just like buy my lunch and stuff. Oh, Happy man. to do it. That would that would probably work better. Uh -huh. uh, but there is something of a catch toward the there bottom. Of, yeah, the, toward the bottom of the job listing, it's mm -hmm. revealed that the family's house, which they have lived in for nearly ten years, is said to be inhabited by ghosts. Mm -hmm. Yep, ghosts. 
Hmm. We were told that it was haunted when we bought it, but kept our minds open and decided to buy the house regardless. The sure. mother wrote. Because that's what I would do. Yeah, right. It seems like a small issue until you consider that they have yet to find any nanny brave enough to stick around for more than just a few months. Five this nannies guy. have what? This five, guy. Five mm-hmm. nannies have left uh, the role the la- in the last year, each citing supernatural incidents as the reading reason, including strange noises. <laughs> there we go. Re- reading. Uh, it's funny that the word you messed up is reading. Okay. <laughs> That's irony. That any more appropriate. Right. Supernatural Lord. incidents as the mm-hmm. reason, including strange noises, broken glass, and furniture mm-hmm. moving, mm-hmm. the post says. Wow. Uh, this has obviously been a period of great upheaval, upheaval for our children. <laughs> Appeal? <laughs> This is a time of great appeal. (laughs) Greg, have a drink. Let's do it, buddy. Just do it. So real fast, while Greg's taking a drink, one of my favorite Mm -hmm. posters in Greg's house is that Creatures of the Black Lagoon poster he has over his shoulder there, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. do me a favor and bring up the picture you of the house with the ghost on the stairs. Okay. Dave, you could bring that up real fast. Yep, yep, yep. That house has the same poster. Look at that. That thing. is crazy. I swear to God, I'm sitting here looking at this going, how do they have the same posters? No, that's crazy. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. Oh, it's amazing. Like Drinko de Mayo all over again. Oh, yep. Dental? Um, all right, so mm-hmm. I'm going to go back. Uh, this has obviously been a period again. of great upheaval for our mm-hmm. children. Mm-hmm. We haven't personally experienced any supernatural happenings as mm-hmm. they have uh, uh, have been reported only while being out of the house. But we're mm-hmm. happy to pay above the asking rate and feels it's, it's important that uh, we tell this upfront as possible and uh, to find the right person. The ad got wouldn't an over. It, wouldn't it be an amazing new paranormal TV show? Paranormal nanny, Dave Schrader. Paranormal I moved to Europe. Yeah. I take care of these kids. I tra- it's like I'm like the paranormal Vin Diesel when you think of it. Oh, hey, yeah. I'm really like the Dude, nanny. This, yeah, this I'm is the Fran Drescher of the paranormal. This is something I don't get. Mm-hmm. As far as uh, TV execs, TV execs, and the, and the, what they do, that would yeah. be a great show. I would yeah. watch that show, Paranormal sure. Nanny. Yeah. Uh, with Dave Schrader, but it would be, mm-hmm. it would be cooler if you like had an apron or something when you. When I you, will wear an apron and nothing else. Dude, no, wow. dude, cool. with kids, what? man. No, I don't mean with the, I mean, I would wear the oh apron. All the kids over 18. That wasn't part of the yeah. story, but I looked it up yeah. and I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. In Thailand. Um, anyway, the ad got an overwhelming number of responses. In an update, the mother wrote that they have received more than 2,000 responses, including mm. messages of support and applications for the job. Nice. Speaking to the Telegraph, uh, childcare.co.uk, CEO Richard Conway described the family's plight as the most interesting story he's ever heard. When but we yet s- you've proven that it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I love the delayed reaction. He's like, what is great to... Oh, no. I get it now. When we... <laughs> When we saw, so normally, 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 Dave drinks the least of all of us. 
Tonight, that's not the case, and we're seeing the results. That's <laughs> wow. Right. It's an empty uh, glass. Everyone's in the comments like, hey, Dave, throw my comment up. And then Dave's like, yeah, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to do that. I ain't got no time for in. that. <laughs> <laughs> I got no time for that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. Good for okay. Dave. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, uh, wow. yeah, oh, my then, God. Uh, is there uh, still more? Case, yeah. It, Man, in case anybody forgot. CEO Richard Conway said, when we saw the advert, we were stunned, Conway said. Some of the guys at HQ were skeptical about talking to the family and their previous Mm -hmm. employees. We realized it was a genuine position. He added, the family has assured us that there's been no harm and has come to anyone that's been in the house. However, the nanny will have to have a strong disposition. Back to you, Dave. Mm. Pop, pop. What do you guys think? Paranormal Manny with Dave oh, yeah. Pitch that yeah. to every network. Is, is that, is that, uh, they would be fools not to do it. Yeah. They is that be. still open? The, the submit. I don't know. That's the new article. It just came out this yeah. week. So yeah. Greg just sent it to me. It's gotta Dang. be new. He wouldn't send me an old story. No, Throw he you. wouldn't. No. Or would he? The story that I have throw read. your hat in the ring, Dave. Imagine I've read this story. I went over this story 12 times. I, you know, <laughs> God, no, you didn't. It's like you're reading a, a cereal box in the aisle. Uh, riboflavin, <laughs> glucosamine. We're the bifocal side, right? What kind of cereal? Man. Oh, man, riboflavin. Glucosamine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm an old guy. I, I'm an old guy. I need a lot of glucosamine and whatever I eat. Strong. All right, we are down to our last two stories. Thank God. And this guy, this guy after a I'm full sorry, glass what? and an entire... Uh, Guinness is about to read. All right, oh, are we ready? All right. First of all, oh, you're uh, just gonna. I, I, show I would off like to challenge. No, no, I would like to oh. challenge the Paranormal Sixty News crew. Yep. to mm-hmm. join me this January 13th through the 15th in Southern California because it's a party at the Fear Fair Friday the 13th Music January and 13th. Paranormal Festival concerts, shopping, paranormal chats, haunts and attractions, variety acts, film festival, special guests. That would be me. Fun, fun, fun. We're gonna have a great time. We'll we'll also drink whiskey. Let's do it. Ooh. Let's just get like screwball for everybody. Ja- January thirteenth. Like yeah, the Fear Fair, F A I R E, very English. Mm. Uh, the Fear Fair, or just go to paranormal. Uh, no, go to uh, darknessevents.com. Darknessevents.com. And you'll be able to find all of the events I'll be a part of this year. But uh, everybody in California is always like, when are you going to come out to California to be a part of all? That's the Californian accent, in case you're not familiar with it. Well, are you going to come out to the California area to do an event? I will be there. I thought you brought uh, a monkey back python. Yeah. Y'all really want to do this? I want to do it. Let's do it. Let's do this. January 13th. I thought we already all agreed right. we're going to do a different one. Did we? Yeah, yeah, the cruise, and then you guys are all like, oh, we're not going to go. We've got important Dave, things to Dave, do. Whatever. Wow. Let me tell you a story, wow. if you don't mind. We, we uh, already over. Ladies I've, and gentlemen. I've got a short 33-minute story. God, <laughs> Kelly dude. Clarkson left terrified on a show over Sarah Hyland's insane roommate experience. Kelly Clarkson is is just not a fan of paranormal activity, which she made abundantly clear after her show's most recent guest, had quite the spooky story for her. The star was left terrified live on air during Monday, 
November 28th's episode of The Kelly Clarkson Show, when guest Sarah Highland, who you might recognize from Modern Family, shared a spooky story about her relationship with a ghost. As the Modern Family star detailed her experience living abroad, that means out of the country, guys, not. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, living with a ghost named Olga. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That would be awesome. Yeah, the host was at a loss for words over the story, maintaining that she does not do well when it comes to anything haunted. Kelly, Kelly didn't get what I was gonna ask. Kelly knew what she was getting into. I don't even know who these well, ladies are. Kelly didn't quite know what she was getting into when she asked her guest about the supposed roommate she had when living in Berlin while mm -hmm. she filmed a new project detailing the very, very old building she had a studio apartment in. Sarah ominously said a lot of probably terribly. Terrible. No, I wish that was the word. This is poorly <laughs> written. A lot, of, a, a lot of probably terrible things happened there. Is that what sure. it said? Then yeah. she revealed oh. I was moving in and I was putting my stuff on the dresser and all of a sudden I smelled perfume and i was like what is going on leading her to come to the conclusion that she had a ghostly roommate because that's the conclusion i paranormal detective help me on this if you yeah. smell perfume yeah it means it's you've a got a ghostly roommate yeah simple. right yeah right as soon as sarah who later Another detailed question. how she has always been in touch with the paranormal further explained that she she felt her roommate had been there since the 1940s. Kelly quickly exclaimed, you mean like a g -g 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 ghost? <laughs> and you stayed in it? That's almost, man, if you watch that video and then put it like side by side with me and Kelly Clarkson. Don't know who's talking. Who is Kelly Clarkson? Wow, really? Wow. Mm, too sexist soon. sexist no i don't know who it is i don't know who she is the actress continued to detail her ghostly relationship and kelly was left with mouth agape i think the words agape 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 yeah right, I it's, forgot. You, we are, it's a it sweet stuff you put in your coffee oh. yeah yeah she was left with her mouth agape later saying what i am freaking i'm so terrified of stuff like that and and that I I just don't even want to know it exists if it exists and you're saying it exists, which terrifies me. Mm. Not letting go of her shock, she said, "That's insane." As she asked Sarah if she had always felt a sort of kinship with the other realms, oh yes, my mom taught me how to read tarot cards when I was a kid. She reads palms. It's truly amazing, she said. Mm -hmm. Dave. Mm. I only have one thing to add to that story. What is that? Well, quite simply, for those of you watching at home, you'll see that. Stop, Dave. Stop now. That was actually <laughs> my story that Dave just read. Dave is so drunk, he just read my story. <laughs> Dude, it did not. Dude, it says Eric's seventh story right there. Oh. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, then you read this one. I remember my first yeah, time on. writing a show. Haunted Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> Dave gets a right. story. Here we go. All right. Well, it's better. Look at hey, this. Yeah, I don't mean to brag, guys, but after uh, show. a full, a full glass and a full tumbler of mm -hmm. uh, screw whiskey and another shot, Tank Tank that story was the smoothest story of the night. <laughs> it was. Dude, All right. Is that a new um, 
Dark professional. What's dude. the thing called that you put up there? The guy that's mm-hmm. scary? What's his name? Dumbest Scully. story of the week? Yeah. Scully. Smoothest oh, story of the week. Smoothest story of the week. Next week. Sorry, Eric. I didn't notice your name. On no, the I'm good. I'm back to drinking. You're good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Here we go. Who wants to talk about crystal balls? Hurry up. <laughs> that's kind of your got a space. question. All right. Listen, Uh-oh. I got a question for you. What, Dave? Mm. Listen, All right. we're trying to this protect your career here. Yeah, oh. I know, I'm jumping. Yeah, what to ask? <laughs> jumping on, a track. I know. So my son the other day, my ten year old son, I knew it. One in the army. To me, he says to me, my ten year old son, ten oh. year old son. He says to me, "What's blue balls mean? Does it mean oh. you're really? Does it mean you're really cold? Cold? Yes." And at first, I said, "Yes, it does." And then I thought to myself, "He's going to go to school." And tell everybody he's got blue balls when it's cold out. <laughs> and I can't do that. that. Now, as, as a father, I was like, family where show. do I go with this? Yeah. Hey, what do yeah. I do? Right. A fa- and we're talking about family. Are we not? All right. You don't have to yell at me. I was. <laughs> Listen, those two guys right there combined have how many kids? Yeah. Let me count them. Be quiet. <laughs> yeah. So, Eric, do you think I was in the right to then realize the rationalization I'd given him that Hold on, let me do this the right way. This really needs to be done. Just oh, the need to edit no pictures, no yeah. pictures. Yeah, yeah, no, this needs to be done the right way. Uh, there we parent go. All right. parent, so the parent show should have been from day one. Go ahead. <laughs> parent to parent, I need yeah. to ask you. Sure. So your son says to you, so blue balls, dad, does that mean you're cold? <laughs> do you just go with it? Do you roll with it and allow him to go to school? And he's going to find out from somebody, probably right. Ian or Jacob or one of those other jerks at school assholes. Yeah. And then the kid can't trust you because you set him up or do right. we, <laughs> I Listen. told him that's, I go, that's not what blue balls are, Yeah. but you're a little too young to know what blues blue balls are. So let's, maybe we just don't need to talk about blue balls at all. And he goes, all right, but just between you and me, what are blue balls? Uh, see now at what point do you have that? He's 10 years old. The times they are a changing. Yeah. At what point do you think, this is a conversation I can have with Mike. Wow. I hiccup there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I did, Dave. I just kind of went right over it. Um, uh-huh. You know, if you think back, someone said to me the other day about yeah. the proliferation. If you look at the top 10 websites visited, yeah. like 40% of the top 10 yeah. are of uh, an adult nature. Yeah. You Not cannot... Do you know you could take any name? Like I could go on Facebook and type in Eric Folsom to look Don't for you, that. and there's some hot chick with a half shirt on. Every name is some hot chick with a half shirt on. It's so crazy. That. Yeah. Okay. Let me readdress this real quickly before I go into the next story. This, this um, is so much better, just the two of us. Right. It is. It God, feels like this. you and me. So look here's at the comments. The They're saying, get rid of the other two. This is great. <laughs> this is what I've always wanted, Dave. No. All right, so here's the deal. Yeah. I realize as a parent, this is a precarious position to be in. The world is in a different place. Like my dad would have said, yeah, means your balls are cold and you don't (laughs) want to talk about it at school because they're going to think you're an idiot. Way different, yeah. Over the shoulder. And the next day, that would have been the end of it. My kid, he'd been at school going like, hey, guys, (laughs) it's so cold out. I've got blue balls, right? Right, right. So it's a new world. It's a new world. It is. what I'm talking about. Yeah. So here's the thing. Uh-huh. And, and and hopefully they'll mm-hmm. put some comments here, but mm-hmm. you've got the father discussion, mm-hmm. but then you've got mm-hmm. the grandfather discussion, right? right? I'm a grandfather too, yeah? That's yeah. what I mean. And so as a grandfather, 
you don't hold the keys to his future like a father does, right? You're going to pass away before the, the parent does. No, but I want to continue to see the grandson. Oh, oh okay. I, I wasn't yeah. sure if you wanted him to see him or not. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Then don't tell him. Yeah. So I told my son what blue balls really are. The I explained it to him in the most genuine, you know, because here's the deal. I, this is one thing I learned. And you know who I learned this from? Rance oh. Howard. Who is Ron Rance Howard? and Clint Howard's dad, Ronnie Howard, you know, from uh, Happy, Happy Days, Days Crouchy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> How do I not know that? Kids. Right, right. He was <laughs> very open with his son. So I thought, and I read their book about their, their life growing up. And I thought, how can I not be? So I was just very honest. It's very clinical. This is the situation. This is what blue balls are. <laughs> he just looked at me and he goes, yeah. At that point, you probably want to stop talking about it. He does, right? Yeah, but you know what? He didn't know That's it was it. that. Yeah, 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 he doesn't want to talk any further. But, Dad, you were honest with me. I appreciate yeah. it, and I don't yeah. even want to talk about that anymore because right. that's not what exactly. I thought it was. So that's where I left it. All right, weigh in here, everybody. Let us know right, can I, next week. I can't bring him on. Put, I, I, know, I keep – here, let me go into comments again. Okay, here. Oh, nope. <laughs> why is it not working? What am I missing? Dave, you know why it's not working? You've why? had too much to drink. That's not it. I know how to click a button. Is it the right button, though? It's like your wife says. Before. Is it the right button? Wow, oh. ladies and gentlemen. No, what are you the doing? Colonel, no. The colonel, the paranormal detectives are back. Time. All right. Did oh. you guys? Did you guys ever see the Eddie Murphy Albatross that was the haunted mansion movie? Mm -hmm. I love that. Based yes. on the, you liked it? I love that movie. I I, I love Eddie Disney Murphy. I, well, the the yeah okay. He liked the concept. Yeah. Thanks. Bro. Every like actor. Good to have you back. Every. Every, good to have you both back. Thank you for joining well, us. Well, no. Every actor in the new Haunted Mansion movie was given a crystal ball to tune into paranormal thinking. The live-action Disney remakes director Justin Simeon has revealed he did everything to ensure that the psychics and paranormal experts come across as authentic as possible. He told Empire Magazine he gave them fortune-telling spheres to bring clarity, amplify energy, just to tune into the paranormal thinking so it felt authentic on screen. The, let me put this up. Yeah, that's right. The starry cast includes Jamie Lee Curtis, Lakeith Stanfield, Tiffany Haddish, Owen Wilson, Rosario Dawson, and Danny DeVito. The movie will still focus on a mother and her son as they stumble on a mansion with a mysterious past. They then find themselves meeting a whole host of eclectic, ghostly characters. Production got underway in Atlanta and New Orleans, or as we like to say here on the show, Nolens. And the latter city hints at the original attraction, which is set in New Orleans Square. I didn't know that. Did you know that the original attraction was set? Marty, you did. I did. Oh, yeah. I Nolan's did know that. Did. I did know that. No, yeah. No, All right. Yeah. Here's so, a weird bit of trivia. Ghost wait, wait, real quick. With chicken. Greg, what? Here, here's a weird piece of trivia. Let's see. The first one of you have to raise your hand. Don't yell out the answer. Marty. Marty, oh, wait. Put your hand down. Marty's got COVID on his hand. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. Hey. Okay, the ready? ghost of Mr. Right, Chicken Hand. Come on. All right. Ready? Ready? This. Here we go. It. Which attraction at Disney has the most ashes spread amongst it? <gasps> wow. Chachi, you were quick. You were quick on the trigger, which I know you've heard before, but what would you say it is, Eric? All right. And, we're, and it's not Haunted Mansion, correct? That is correct. All right. My guess, and this is Disney uh -huh. World. Either one, either one, either one. 
Mm-hmm. Ooh, Marty knows the answer. By the way, way, I know the answer, but go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Did he just take a sip from the bottle? Yeah. Yeah. Getting ugly. Getting ugly. Come we got to get Eric, access to the comments here. Eric, just step up. <laughs> Say Come on. Say what is it, Eric? What you know it? it. You know it, Eric. It's a small world. Marty, wow. what do you believe the correct answer is? That was sick, I, actually. Pirates of the Caribbean. Greg, do you would you care to wager? I've never been to Disney, man. Are you he kidding? He got no me? kids. He has no kids. He has no hundred people surveyed. Top ten answers are on the board. Show me it's a small world. Ding ding ding. The number one answer. Oh, oh my Why god, would they the do thing. that here? That's, you oh, must hate whoever that wow. is to sprinkle their dust in an oh. area where it's like it's a small world after all. 24-7-365. Right, that'd drive you nuts. But it's the second place. The Why? Place. Why would they do that? Though? Wow, I don't. They had to stop the ride because you throw it over. They throw the ashes over into the water. Ugh. But why? Why there? Because, because people the, love Disney. Yeah, they just when I die, I want to be. I want my ashes thrown in. I don't know Peter Pan's ride. You know whatever. Okay, you guys all uh, heard yeah. it. We've got Peter it legal here. Yeah, this guy wants. But, to no, I was using it as an example. Peter Pan's ride. Ooh. We're gonna put you on Peter Pan's ride. All right, talking for thirty seconds on mute. I apologize. No wow. I had a bunch of jokes in way. there. That was good. <laughs> did you? The question did. is, did you? All right, guys. Uh, we are at an hour and twenty in this sixty-minute oh, yeah. program. On, I have one story left to share. I promised. I don't know if you remember the uh, theory of tonight's show. It is. Top secret. That's Top right. Supernatural right. secrets revealed. Don't tell us. <laughs> I just want to say, I don't think that's the theory of the show. <laughs> I think it's the subject of the show. It's the theme of the show. <laughs> the Although theory. it is kind of the theory. The theory. The theory. This could Why have been a show. I'm getting all janky. I'm getting all like Max all right, listen, on my own show. Uh, I'm going to ask a question for the comments real fast. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. If you'd like Dave to be more like this Dave. Then the other 92 episodes a day, please let us know in the comments. Yes, please do. <laughs> you know what? I used to go on. Uh, Jeff Belanger had the uh, the speakeasy. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, we're going to drink during the entire show. He was a dirty, dirty liar because I was the only one that drank. So if you go back and you can find it on YouTube, go look up the, uh, the speakeasy. Jeff speakeasy, Belanger and the yeah. speakeasy and look up Dave Schrader. I am based on every oh, yeah. episode no oh, matter yeah. who's yeah, on yeah. i'm putting on masks i'm dancing yeah. like do you a, remember what belanger did to me at michigan paracon right oh dragon's milk yep dragon's milk every time he would take it he would get one think yeah. he's drinking it or pretend he's drinking it, and he'd hand it to me and i would drink it on his behalf and he would never drink anything he would no. just keep passing it to me he's, a, he's and i filtered it out for him mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Yeah. We're not All having right. him on. We are at our final story. Let me try if I, I'm going to see if I can nail this thing right Trifecta? to the 90 minute mark. Are we ready? Let's do it. You're going to make this a seven and a half minute story? God, that's oh, long. God, I hope not. All right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, here's a question that has befuddled the masses for going on over 50 years. How did Casper become a friendly ghost? And what killed him? Mm. Even Casper is a little perplexed by this question. Casper the Friendly Ghost, just like the song says, Casper's the Friendly Ghost, you know. Though grown-ups might look at him with fright, the children, they love him so. 
Yet any viewer who is even aware of a Casper as a movie or character notices something about him that is quite troubling. He's a child that's also a ghost, meaning he is the spirit of a deceased child. This innocent cartoon character has raised plenty of questions over the years regarding his origin. Do ghosts just exist? Or for Casper to be a ghost, does he have to be deceased? It's a long-standing question that most adaptations of the characters tend to avoid, likely due to the grim reality of talking about a ch dead child and how that certainty does not make for a family-friendly oh viewing experience. I like friending. Mm -hmm. friending. However, the question uh, has been asked uh, so often regarding if Casper is a deceased child, and if so, how did he die? That's not only been pondered by audiences, but even filmmakers. It would be about 50 years before the character got a proper explanation of his status as a ghost. Here's the breakdown of how Casper came to be. Casper first appeared in a series of theatrical animated shorts from famous studios titled Casper the Friendly Ghost. Now, show of hands, guys. In all honesty, everybody always says Scooby-Doo was their introduction to the paranormal. How many of you, was it Casper, the friendly ghost? Absolutely. Sure, it was Casper. Yeah, yep. Well, I mean, Scooby-Doo was the active. See how we're thing. raising our hand, Greg? See how we're doing that? This is a visual thing, yeah. Greg. Yeah, this is a visual thing for our audience listening. <laughs> so Casper, Casper was kind of my introduction. I loved Casper. My favorite episodes. Do you remember when he turned nasty? Because I didn't like that. His, yeah, his three. No, I love that one when his three like his uncles are like, right. "Yeah, you're too wimpy," and then like he turned evil, but he only scared them. He only freaked them out. Uh -huh. I love that. I didn't see that one. Now there is a conspiracy about this. We're going to get to in just a few moments. Mm -hmm. See, Casper was created by Seymour Wright, Joe Aurelio, and Vincent E. Valentine II. The shorts ran from 1945 to 1959, which is around the time Harvey Comics purchased the rights to Casper's character from Famous Studios. Harvey had been publishing Casper Comics since 1952, when he was one of the company's selling titles. Casper's stories tend to follow a similar format. Casper tries to befriend humans, but his ghostly appearance scares them. And he has to deal with his uncles, the ghostly trio, who are often scaring people. This has been the basis for many of Casper's stories. With the fact that he is a child not mattering to the plot, but only really existing as a fun way to feature a cute cartoon character for, for kids to connect with. It was sort of a given that this ghost was also a child, but... As generations of fans grew up with Casper and got older, the question of the character's mortality began to be raised. For much of Casper's existence, his status as a ghost kid never really was brought up in his original cartoons or the comics. The most that got revealed was in the wholesome Harvey comics from the 1960s that Casper is a ghost because his parents are ghosts. Duh. He didn't die, but was instead just born a ghost. So he isn't dead, but instead, ghosts are sort of a like a separate species that that apparently can procreate. Aside from the many more questions that raises about ghosts, mm. it provided a, a semi-answer, although not an entirely, I don't know, satisfying one for, for fans. However, Casper 
Being a kid ghost was a troubling notion for some. It was even joked about on The Simpsons, where Bart theorizes that Casper is the ghost of what fellow Harvey Comics character, guys? Batman. When you think of no, that was DC. <laughs> yeah. Superman. Yeah. Come on. No. Man. No. Four. He could he could fly, but no. No. Greg, what do you think? Greg. Eric's knows. apparently too drunk to think. <laughs> Never happens. Yes, it's Casper. Right. Who yeah. do you think is the ghost? I'm the problem. Okay. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah. Fair let enough. me just uh let me fix that problem right there. <laughs> the show's getting better. Here we go. All right. <laughs> Marty hook us up. Martin the Colonel Vias. Yep. Who who would you think if if anybody could be the ghost of Casper, who might that person be? I have no earthly idea. I have no time for your insolence and ignorance. Uh, Chachi, when you see this photograph, you're going to say, how the hell did I not see this? Did you used to read Casper comics growing up? Absolutely. Right. Who didn't, right? Who didn't, yeah. The cartoon. The and then Harvey comics had little Lada, little devil, hot stuff, the little devil. How about this kid? Oh, I knew it. That's what you said. That holy crap. No way. Is that not bonkers? That uh, For those of you listening, oh, I have a photograph yeah. up of Richie Rich and Casper. He looks just they, like him. Oh, my God. Sans bow tie, shorts, and white go-go boots. Yeah, okay. If, yeah. He is the, almost like The eyes, obviously, the, the first Casper. thing you see. Yeah. The chin, yeah. right? The head. Yeah. The nose. Wow. Is that not crazy? There was a huge conspiracy that maybe Casper, the friendly ghost, was, in fact, Richie Rich. That was However, a trick there's, question. There's a bit oh, of a problem with that because... Harvey Comics released Richie Rich and Casper Ghost comic books together. Aww. So you could see both characters yeah. simultaneously. Yeah, yeah, hold on, Dave. Hold on. Uh -oh. Okay, Marty, could, go. Could, could Casper had been Richie Rich 50 years earlier? <gasps> Time slip. Mm -hmm. Dimensional. Hold on, everybody, everybody just stop for a second. No, you're wrong. But thanks it's for it's a dimensional <laughs> shift. <laughs> it was it was a theory. It was a good theory though. That yeah, was a good yeah. theory. I like where you're going. Yeah. Now seconds. in 1990s, it's uh we saw a boom, a major boom, boom. In adaptations Everybody of classic that. television series. This ranged from live action franchises like da 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 dun da 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 dun da 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 dun da 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 dun da 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 dun. Have any of you watched the new Wednesday series yes. on Netflix? Yes. Yes. What do you think of it, Paranormal I like Detective? It. I like it. I like it's it. It's like Nancy Drew meets the Adams family. Am I right? Yeah, and Buffy Close. the Vampire Slayer slash Hawk. Batman. No, I was pretty sure I was right. Yeah. Wow, why does he even try? He just keeps rambling. He so does. Much. It would be so much easier to just agree with the host of the show. That's what I do. Yeah. No brainer. You're right, Dave. I love him. I love him like a redheaded stepchild. This ranged from live action franchises like The Addams Family, Mission Impossible, and The Fugitive. Just Ooh. animated series getting the big live treatment, such as Flintstones came out in that same genre. Uh, so did George of the Jungle. And who George. starred as both George of the Jungle and Dudley Do Right? 
Brandon, what's his name? Very close. <laughs> Brandon, the guy Brandon. Brandon <laughs> Frazier. That's the guy. I just said it. Yeah, in 1995, Universal Pictures released Casper on Memorial Day weekend. The film was notable for being the first to have a CGI title character and brought the lovable cartoon character to life like never before. I got to fight that. I got to think. I don't know what year. Chachi, look it up while we're talking. What year did uh, this came out in 1995? What year did Jurassic Park come out? Because I would say... The dinosaurs were kind of the title character of that series. Bingo, 92. You got it. Mm-hmm. Were they CGI? Oh, that's good. That is good. No. Ooh. Wait, wait, real, wait. Real, Greg. Get rid of him. Yeah. It's best for everybody all the way around. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Dave, just so you know, we're looking at a nine-minute story here. This has been wonderful. See, you didn't think I could stretch it. <laughs> I, I went beyond seven minutes. <laughs> yep. Right Paranormal into the 120. Here we go. That's right. Uh, anyway, have an internet problem this is a big yeah, feature yeah. adaptation. The filmmakers were tasked with finally explaining why there is a ghost child. Director Brad Silbering and screenwriters Sherry Stoner. Does anybody here know? And I know some of you viewing know this answer. Sherry Stoner. Why is she important to cartoon history? Does anybody know? Chachi, you've got a daughter. If you don't know this answer, I think we can't be friends anymore. Barbie. Wow. Barbie is wrong. No, it was actually, she was the, how do you like that? Greg liked it. Yeah, Look at right. him, he's like a gleeful child. Sherry Stoner was actually the Little Mermaid. She the was Little the Mermaid. Adaptation that's what I was going to say, if you would ask me yeah. that. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. Yeah. That's creepy that you, you know that know without having children. Yeah. Anyway, uh, director Brad Sieberling and screenwriter Sherry Stoner and Deanna Oliver crafted a backstory for Casper. In the film, it revealed his real name was Casper McFarland. Fadden, first time he was provided with a last name. Casper was a 12-year-old boy who died of pneumonia after playing out in the snow too long. Oh, my God. motivated his father to spend the rest of his life trying to find a way to bring his son back. And his invention became a catalyst for the rest of the film. Not much has been done with the character in recent years, though it was reported recently that a new Casper series on Peacock is being developed. It will be interesting to see if they keep the origin from the 1995 film or create a new explanation for why Casper is a ghost boy. Chachi, welcome back. Oh, as we oh wow. mm, I thought I was done for the night. Ah, oh, my bad. Sad. My bad. Guys, uh, here's to 93, 93 episodes. No way we're 93. making 94. <laughs> no, I'll be on Monday with 94. You guys will be back for 95. I, I don't know how this all, you guys have to do the math. Uh, maybe we'll be back together as a team for 100. How about if we should do that? Just whatever yeah. it is. I, if I have to put in extra episodes, we should be together for 100 what, well, well, whatever night, 100th episode. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Christmas, wait, great. Christmas Eve or Christmas Day night? Because there's Christmas two different Eve. things there. Christmas Day night. Listen, you heathen. Yeah, I got stuff like, to do on Christmas Eve. You got no kids. What are you doing? What do you Christmas? got to do on Christmas Eve? You're gonna you gonna go out and steal somebody's tree, a Grinch? <laughs> yeah. You in your green shirt? He's a mean one, Mister Lawson. Mm-hmm. One hour thirty four minutes. Look at how grumpy. Just, just rub yeah. it in, man. You don't have any kids. You don't have any reason to live. What are you That's, doing? No, we never said that. You've got Lynn, obviously. Mm-hmm. Lynn could use the insurance money, though. Yeah, yeah. she could. 
Just think about it. Something to think about. Ladies and gentlemen, the paranormal detective, he has books out. They would make a great Christmas present. Greg, tell people how they can order your book for the holidays. Well, thanks, Dave. Uh, You can go to www.theparanormaldetective.com or go to just Amazon and look up my name along with the paranormal detective and Roswell or how to be a a paranormal detective or diaries of a paranormalist or uh, any of that stuff. All right. Uh, I saw that Eric had something, but I don't know if he really had that to share. Oh, wait, he did. Ladies and gentlemen, Chachi, what have you got to promote? What would be a great book, a good stocking stocking stuffer or a stuffing stucker? Stopping to stucker. Yeah. For people that are looking for, for a paranormal read for the holidays. Every year, I create the top five books to give at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Every yes. year. Mm-hmm. And this year, Mm-hmm. My number one book on my list mm-hmm. is called Conflicted Reality, My Paranormal Journey. I have that one. I have that, that is one. An, I will say that. That is one of the few books I have on my shelf. Uh, who wrote the foreword for that book? A David mm-hmm. Schrader. Oh, hmm. not familiar. Is he good? I've heard of him. His yeah. writing is simplistic, but it gets the point across. <laughs> Very good. All right. Thank you, Chachi. Colonel, I know you're selling anything uh um, nope. whatever works thank you for being here with us colonel and happy holidays to you and your family we'll see you uh, again next week we've got more stories to share thank you all for spending your time with us here the brotherhood and sisterhood the darklings of the paranormal we want to thank you so much for being here and being a part of our world because it really does mean a lot to us we'll be back again next week with more news and more high strangeness and maybe some booze right here on the Paranormal 60 News with Dave Schrader. Paranormal 60 is a words is hard, and boy, I like drinking on Friday's production.